Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. E-commerce trends in Canada have been on the rise for years and it's not slowing down anytime soon. The recent pandemic is only going to make things more popular with consumers turning away from the brick and mortar stores at an alarming rate. We got a chance to chat with Andy Aragon, the Vice President and Country Manager for GoDaddy Canada, the company that empowers everyday entrepreneurs. In this role, she is responsible for all GoDaddy operations in Canada, leading the charge on business strategy and growth in Canada. Andy Aragon joined to GoDaddy in 2015, bringing her expertise in the small business and entrepreneurial landscape in Canada to the team. In this podcast, Anne discussed the 2022 e-commerce trends in Canada for SMBs, the increase in online sales throughout the pandemic, and how consumers would want to shop now. She also wrapped up the conversation with explaining GoDaddy solutions that they offer to SMBs. Hi, Anne. On behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Very pleased to have you with us this afternoon, Anne. Now, Anne, e-commerce trends in Canada have been on the rise for years, and it's not slowing down anytime soon. Now, the recent pandemic is only going to make things, you know, more popular, knowing that with custom, you know, with consumers turning away from brick and mortar stores at an alarming rate, it's it's quite a good chance for small business owners to, uh, you know, have an online presence. Now, Anne, what do you think is the biggest challenge that small businesses face when it comes to online presence? And how does GoDaddy help SMBs overcome these challenges? Yeah, it, it's a great question and um, one that we have a lot of research on. So in the past, we have asked uh, small business owners across Canada, you know, why they don't have a website or another online type presence. And the answers we heard back were generally, you know, they didn't feel like they had the technical skills. Um, they thought there was a perception that it could cost a lot. There was also a perception that it could be time consuming. And when you're, you know, doing your business, a lot of times you want to be focused on your core business and, you know, building a site or, or handling, um, the marketing and technical side of your business may seem like something that you don't want to put a lot of focus on, uh, as you get up and running. But it is really actually quite easy to get a website going. And, and, you know, there's a lot of ways you can start online. You can start with social presence. You can start with, um, you know, just having an email that matches your domain. There's lots of things that you can do that are pretty low barriers to, to getting started. But even a website itself, um, you know, the way a lot of the modern websites work is to be very templatized. So you could go in, select your industry and find something that matches your industry looks really good that you can then customize and make your own so that you, you stand out and you're unique. Um, and so, you know, we used to say, you know, you can get your website uh, built within about an hour. Um, you know, we, we sort of stopped saying that one um, just because people thought, well, this is, this is too good to be believed, but it, it is really true. You can build your site really quickly, really efficiently. Um, there's a lot of even things like professional photographs. So we've got a library of over 11,000 Getty images that GoDaddy's license that you can borrow. So if you don't quite have all the photography for your business yet, let's say you're a florist or you're a baker or something like you can leverage uh, photos from these libraries. You can leverage some of the professional copywriting that we've done um, to give you an idea of how, you know, professional website copy should look. 
So there are lots of um, pieces that are built into the tools already. And as you start to use the tool and get a little more comfortable with it, you maybe start with changing some colors and some fonts and some sizing and some placements. Uh, but over time, like you can do a lot with the tools, like there's built in marketing tools, there's built in email marketing, there's built in um, tools for creating beautiful social posts. So over the years, uh, tools like GoDaddy have really, really expanded and put more into the products for DIY, do it yourself. Uh, and then if that's still not the right option for you, there are also a whole host of um you know, other businesses or, or individuals who build sites uh, for you using um, maybe more sophisticated tools. And then there's also uh, a website development team at GoDaddy so that you could even just pick up the phone. We've got 24-7 uh, free phone support and you could call and say, listen, I'm really stuck. And, you know, what are my options for having a site built for me? So, you know, as as you think about starting your business, you, you don't really have to bite off more than you can chew at any one time. You can start uh, you can start with a, a little thing and then just iterate on that and build it. And it's really great. Like the first time you build a site, you hit publish, your site's out there in the world. It's amazing. Uh, but I think sometimes people think, okay, well, I've published my site. Now it's out there in the world. I've made a spelling mistake or something's wrong. You can just simply uh, fix that site, republish it. Like it's, it, you know, you've, you've got a lot of options for um, sort of taking a a staged approach to getting your online presence out there, but I would encourage anybody that has a, a small business to do that. Great to know. Now, and Canadian consumers are about to embark on a huge ride in how they shop online. In your opinion, what will be the top e-commerce trends in Canada in 2022? And do you see any big changes happening in how Canadians shop online in the next five years? Uh, well, we've already seen it. I mean, certainly um, as we're as we're in the, um, I guess, going into the third year uh, since the, the global pandemic has started, you know, many, many businesses switched to being online. And we certainly saw it in our own business, a lot of people switching from just having a, a website to, to adding an online store, adding something to book online appointments. Um, so that's, that's been a trend that's not going to go away. And in fact, um, you know, now we're seeing more than ever people wanting these sort of omni-commerce options, right, where you can buy online, pick up in store, or, you know, look at something in store and then later buy it online. So there's, you know, it's, it, it is a trend that um, will not go away. It will just continue to grow. And we're certainly out there a lot with our message around the benefits of having an e-commerce uh, enabled site. Um, and even again, an appointments booking site. So there's so many ways you can use your, your website to help monetize your business. It doesn't just have to be something that, you know, is showing your hours and maybe some samples of your work. Like it can really be that um, employee that's working for you twenty four seven, pulling in uh, pulling in sales and keeping your business uh, running while you're not uh, while you're not there to do it. So I think um, you know we're we're going to see more and more of that, and we're also going to see more things like cross border shopping as you know these barriers break down and shipping and you know just being able to buy things from anywhere and ship ship anywhere. It's um, uh, you know, with global supply chains sort of having felt the crunch during the pandemic, there's room for small business to step in and start sort of doing a little bit more of that, um, that kind of uh, business in terms of cross-border shopping uh, and selling to customers outside their, their own sort of geographical area. Now, Anne, how will these changes impact small to medium-sized businesses? Like, what do you think SMBs need to do to stay ahead of the curve? Yeah, I think, again, during the, the global pandemic, small businesses realized that they needed a, a strong web presence. 
Um, and so that's not going to go away. I think before, you know, when I first started at GoDaddy seven years ago, uh, we looked at some stuff from Industry Canada that showed only 42% of small businesses had a website. That's much, much higher now and certainly um, took a, a huge, a huge leap forward during the pandemics. People really realized this, this, this presence, this online presence was completely necessary. Um, and I think to set, you know, yourselves apart from, from big business, you know, you need to lean into what your consumers are interested in. So kind of sharing the same values as your consumers. That's really important. I don't think everybody wants to just buy from big box retailer. They want to buy local. The whole shop local movement has been really pushed, um, you know, during the pandemic as we started to see the crunch of these businesses, you know, in our neighborhoods, all of a sudden, you know, being closed or, or being sold off. And I think people realize the value of having local businesses in your neighborhood. And so this idea um, that you, you need to be there, you need to um, let your customers know that you can ship, even if you're a small business, you can, sh you can ship, you can support uh, the way they want to buy. So if they want to buy online, pick up in store that you can do that. Like you need to be um, thinking of the ways the big businesses compete and then bring it down to your own level and tap into that um, tap into that insight that your customers in your neighborhood and in your community, they do want to be shopping local. So just make sure that you're getting your branding out, um, making yourself available, showing that you can do these services um, that are kind of more in that omni-commerce realm where you're, you know, buying online and picking up in store or vice versa. I mean, there's lots of options that consumers are looking for today, but I think their preference would be to try and be local, try and shop local. Um, so you just need to be there to help show how, how they can do that with you. You're right. You know, when the days when one company could compete solely by size and production are like long gone, like today's entrepreneurs must instead rely heavily upon, you know, innovation if they hope their business will succeed over time. Now, for most small businesses, the question of which web hosting provider to go with is a difficult one. And there are many factors that need consideration when making this decision, and not all will be relevant in every situation. Now, Anne, what do you think is the most important factor for a small business when choosing a web hosting provider? And what are the primary solutions that GoDaddy offers uh, to small businesses in Canada? Um, if I were a small business, I think the top thing I would look at would be security. And, you know, security is, you can't emphasize enough how important it is. And everybody should realize the importance of having an SSL certificate, website security. Um, so that would be the number one thing I would look at is, you know, does your web hosting provider offer good security? The other thing would be uptime. You know, um, at GoDaddy, we offer 99.9% .9 uptime, meaning that basically anytime someone pings your site, they're going to get your site. Uh, your site's going to load quickly and be available to uh, customers who want the site. So uptime, security, um, you know, other things would be like one-stop shop. And again, at GoDaddy, because we have such a wide variety of tools to help small business customers, you can come to GoDaddy, get your domain, get your hosting, build your website, have your marketing tools. Like there's pretty much everything that you um want to do online, even to write down to building your social posts, creating logos. I mean, all of this is sort of embedded and inherent in the, in the marketing tools that I talked about earlier. Um, so there's, there's lots of that idea around bringing that one-stop shop in uh, and having, again, the support, right? And so with GoDaddy, you can get support through um, chat and more importantly, you can get support through phone 24-7. And, you know, we call it our free and friendly uh, uh, care 
uh, support guides and they, and they truly are. And so even for the very sort of person that knows nothing and they're just really new into building uh, websites and getting into this whole world, like you can call our guides and they are very empathetic and will, you know, really just chat with you about what would suit your needs and how to get started and um, are just a really good resource to talk to. And then finally, uh, a company like GoDaddy, just because we are so big, we have these huge sort of economies of scale uh, in terms of what we're able to provide. And so, you know, you can count on GoDaddy to always be available, to always be secure, to protect your data um, and to protect your site. And so those are some of the things I think that are most important when looking for a web hosting provider. The digital transformation journey is not easy, but it's worth the effort. Now, on a final note, Anne, for small businesses that are just starting out, what would be your top three tips for getting started online? Yeah, I think um, just pick where you want to start and, and build from there. I mean, I think we would always, you know, our preference would be to say, oh, you should have a website. And I, and I truly believe everyone should have a website. But today we see a lot of people starting on social uh, we even see some people just starting with an email and professional email. You can't really emphasize enough how important that is. I think if you're a, a business owner and you have a business name that you've registered um, with a domain, you want to have the matching email. So you don't want to have your Gmail, Hotmail, Yahoo mail, that sort of thing. You really want to have that, that professional email that matches your, your business name. Um, another, uh, just sort of an, an aside that I just thought of is um, uh, we are partnering with a company called Hulu. Uh, halu.ca and they uh, will help you get your trademark. So trademarking is important too, because um, when you buy your domain name, you know, there's not really a trademark inherent in that search. So you can go um, to a company like Halu and do a trademark search for, you know, a relatively low price and it's lower quality results. So that's something really important too, that people should think about is trademarking um, their business. But once you've sort of picked your entry path, whether it's creating a logo, whether it's creating social posts, whether it's getting your professional email or your website, then you can start to bring it all together and you can just start to build and really have fun with it, right? I mean, I think once you're once you're sort of get your feet wet a little bit and it starts to become familiar to you and you can say, oh yeah, I can. Look, oh, look at this. I can start collecting my customers' names on my website because there's an email tool that I can email them out and there's templates on what an email should say and how it should look and, and you know, all the rules around um, how you can send it. So there's all these little things that you discover as you get going on your journey. Um, I think that's what makes it most fun. But I would just say, you know, pick the thing that that feels right for you. So whether it's starting with the domain and email, whether it's starting with social, whether it's starting with the website, and then eventually it kind of all comes together within the platform and you've got a very sort of fulsome, robust online presence before you know it. Thank you for your time, you know, uh, today to chat with our audience. And I'm so glad that we were able to discuss the latest e-commerce trends in Canada and how GoDaddy is providing, you know, some great relevant solutions that will help small business owners thrive. And you offered great recommendations for SMEs to, you know, really capitalize on the trends that we discussed. Thanks again, Anne, for being such a generous guest as always. Thank you so much. It was lovely to be here. Anne's insights on the 2022 e-commerce trends were invaluable. She made some great recommendations for SMBs to capitalize on the 2022 e-commerce trends and her knowledge of this field is second only to none. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Once again, we would like to thank our exclusive banking partner RBC and our exclusive shipping partner UPS for supporting this initiative. 
Please do share the podcast and feel free to check out the other episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe to the Canadian SME Small Business Magazine to stay up to date on all our upcoming events and get the top business insights from industry leaders. This is Maheen, your host for the Small Business Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders. Music